Hey, everybody. I was going to do an Irish accent, but that, I'm not very good at it. Do you have... You, you did that, Luke, right? You can't do you can't do a little bit of yeah. Irish. Oh yeah, Irish is one of my best. I think <laughs> you know, I don't want to I don't want to if it turns out that's not very good. Yeah, really. right. We're gonna have people write it. I noticed we do have some listeners uh, from Ireland, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry everybody. Uh, didn't you say something? Top of the morning to everyone in Ireland. <laughs> All right. Well, get out of here, fucking lucky charms. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, didn't you say something about like you took a class about accents and they told you like you would be better at doing an accent that your like ancestry is from or some something like that i i have been told that before yes i have that sounds like the fakest thing ever i know it sounds a little (laughs) bit colonialist but that's what i've heard anyways anyway speaking (laughs) if you're wondering why we're talking about this uh we watched an irish movie this week which is always a lot of fun uh this one was called i keep forgetting the fucking name of this movie (laughs) (laughs) pitch black heist pitch black heist yes it's kind of an awkward name it is it is kind of kind of weird um anyways this is broke box office this is the short report okay so so this is a really cool short film um there's three people in this short film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a young upstart uh, actor gentleman named Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if he's done anything. Oh, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see. We have another gentleman named Liam Cunningham. Yes. Uh, and then we have someone that I'm actually interested to talk about. His name is Alex McQueen, mm. um, who's the third uh, person in this. I'll talk about him first just because, you know, he's not <laughs> Liam Cunningham or, or Michael yeah. Fassbender. But um, he has a good amount of credits. He's in a lot of stuff. Nice. He uh, has like he has over 100 credits. Um, his One of his most recent credits, he was in Downhill, which is the American mm. uh, remake of, of Force Majeure with oh, Will Ferrell shit. and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Huh. Yeah. I never saw it, I never but I love Force Majeure. So I don't know if that makes me want to see it or not want to see it, but yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> he's in that, um, you know, he's in a lot of like British TV. It looks like a lot of like BBC stuff. He was in a couple episodes of Peaky Blinders. Okay. Um, one of my favorite movies of recent years, he was in youth. Oh uh, yeah. The Sorrentino film that is a good from movie. 2015. Yeah. That's an amazing movie. He was in slow West from mm. the same year um so yeah he's done a a good amount of stuff he's a he's a you know well-established guy those other two i mean liam cunningham and michael fassbender i don't even know if i need to cover i feel like Mm -hmm. do you think it's accurate to say that liam cunningham at this point is known for game of thrones Uh, more so than anything else i would say I would say so. Yeah, yeah, I think he was so. In, what else um, was he in? He was in like he plays Davos in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was in something when he was younger, though, like The Little Princess or some something like that. I mean, I for what it's worth, his known for section on IMDb is Hunger, The Wind That Shakes the Barley, and Clash of the Titans and Game uh. of Thrones. Um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> those are the things. Um. Michael Fassbender, let's see what Michael Fassbender's known for section on IMDb is Shame, Prometheus, X-Men First Class, and Steve Jobs. 
I guess so. Yeah, sure. those sound like Michael Fassbender movies. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention I was looking at I was looking at Michael Fassbender's. Uh, <laughs> I was just kind of like scrolling, and I was looking at his newest stuff. And did you know that there's going to be a Kung Fury two, and that Michael Fassbender is in it? You know what? I think I did know that. Uh, is it going to be why... a feature or? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess he does shorts, as we have found out. Did you ever watch? Kung I mean, Fury? fucking yeah. It's like fine. What do you think of it? It's, you know, yeah. Like it's fine. It, I feel like it leaned a little too much into what it was doing. Where I was like, yeah, okay, I maybe pull it back a little bit. I could tell that it thought it was a lot cooler than I thought it was, which is never mm-hmm. a good thing. You know, but it was also doing that thing where um, it's like, this is totally cool, but also if you don't think it's cool, then we're just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a Kung Fury too. Anyway, hmm. those are the actors that are in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I what don't else know. I mean, it was written, directed, and edited by John McLean, who does not have a lot of credits on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting to like try and figure out. I do know why he was able to get these people to be in his films. Um, he used to be a member of a couple different bands including the beta band, which I'm pretty sure I've heard of before. And what he did was he would direct the music videos for the bands that he was in. And I guess he just like got into that and doing music and started doing uh, film. That's cool. Um, And apparently Michael Fassbender enjoyed his music videos. So he was like, all right, I'll be in your short film. (laughs) And he was in, this is uh, John McLean's second short. He, uh, Michael Fassbender was also in his first short film. And he was also in Slow West, which was John McLean's like feature debut. Oh, which, okay. Yeah, I, I I seem to remember. I really liked Slow West, and I don't think you did as much. I I didn't like Slow West. I really wanted to. I didn't hate it. I I just wasn't nuts about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yeah, that's it's cool. A, it's a weird movie. Yeah, it's funky. Yeah, he hasn't done anything since then. Which I I you know I don't know what he's up to now, but I yeah. I'd be I really liked this. I liked Slow West, so. I'd be interested to see uh, what else he he may be interested in doing. Um, there's a lot of producers on the movie, so I didn't really write all of them down. Yeah. Uh, both Liam Cunningham and Michael Fassbender are both also producers. Sure. Um, but most most of the other ones seem to be Irish folks uh, as well. So it's you know a hometown story. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got cinematographer Robbie Ryan, and we are returning to our streak of you know cinematographers because he has over 100 credits Woo! Uh, starting in the early 90s he did a bunch of short films like mostly short films up until like yeah around the time he did this movie um and then he also did slow west uh and then went on to do stuff like philomena oh okay uh, and then american honey love that movie uh, which i know you like both yeah, of those american honey is sick um and then he did what is it? The Meyerowitz stories. Okay. Uh, the, I, that's a good movie too. The favorite. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. I mean, he's on, he's wait, great the stuff. favorite is amazing. I know. Oh my right. God. And then uh marriage story last year. So he's, what he's a monster. Going nowhere that's but amazing. Up. And quite a variety too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mention it cause it wasn't like super famous, but he also did. Do you remember that movie? I am not a serial killer. I do remember that Christopher movie. Lloyd. Yeah. That's fun. Huh. He shot that movie. Didn't we watch that movie together when you were out here in California? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And we were like, let's all put something on to watch as a family. 
And they were like, this is a weird movie. It was a very weird movie. <laughs> it wasn't like bad, I guess. No, it wasn't bad. Anyway. Also, it's so weird how Christopher Lloyd hasn't aged in 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah. He was he was old in the 80s, and now he's just still old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we just think oh, that man. because he was like in old man makeup as Doc Brown. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, to what degree did they age him? That's interesting. Well, I would have to imagine that they were like, okay, so your Doc Brown in the past is just going to be like you now. So to, because they wouldn't have like younged him down or anything. Because he would be like the age <laughs> yeah. of, you know, yeah. Marty. Uh, it's been so long since I saw those movies. Man. I know. I Shit. Like maybe, like a... maybe me and Katie should do that when we finish Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Next. Anyways, uh, <laughs> spotlight on the gaffer. Bruno Martins. I chose the gaffer because, you know, light plays a big role in this movie. And oh, yeah. gaffer is kind of one who's like in charge of the light. So, yeah. you know, why not? And I was lucky I did because he has 62 camera and electrical department credits. Nice. Mostly as a gaffer or an electrician, something like that. He started around 2009. So this was like probably one of his first things. And he did, went on to do features pretty quickly, uh, including... I don't know if you ever saw this, but Barbarian Sound Studio was one of the first ones he did, which hmm. is like a funky little weird movie that I, I don't know. I just like mentioning. Um, but he also did The World's End and Under the Skin and Captain Phillips. Wow. And then, you know, movies, movies, movies. He did two episodes of Game of Thrones, including The Battle of the Bastards, which Ooh. is maybe one of the best episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Under the Skin, too, is, is a feature where lighting is very important. Yeah, That's awesome. yeah, and yeah. I feel like he probably like, I mean, maybe not so much recently, but because he went on to do Jason Bourne, and then Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And then The Last Jedi. Jesus. And then Hobbs and Shaw. Jesus. And then just this year, he did Artemis Fowl. Yeah, I mean that's. And as big I as saw in his like upcoming section, he's got he's working on the Eternals for Marvel. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Not necessarily like funky little indie movies anymore, but not quite. Yeah, that's pretty pretty beastly. Yeah, good for him. And for this one, it seems like kind of some just random guy uploaded it to YouTube, but it is also on like the UK Filmnet Vimeo page. Okay, yeah. So maybe they were just like, eh, it's out there anyways. Like, yeah, you know, you can go watch it. Yeah, but yeah, and you should because it's good. Yeah, I was gonna say, watch it. You should. So there are these guys. Right, Michael Fassbender, Liam Cunningham. They're training. <laughs> There's these lads. They're training to rob something, someplace. Yeah. Uh, because, and the the, uh, the third guy is like the handler, I guess you could call him, right? Yeah. Well, um, we'll talk about it at the end because I'm, I'm kind of interested. Uh, you know, mm, right away you yeah. assume that these are like two sort of like, you know, street level like burglars who've been brought in to do a job by someone else. Yeah. Because you have like a guy walk in. Well, first of all, I liked, you know, when Michael and Liam, you know, sort of meet each other, <laughs> Liam goes, are we using our real names? And yeah. Michael's like, yeah. And they literally are using their real names. Yes. Yeah. Their characters are named Michael and Liam. That's a good point. That's a fun little. So that's fun. Fun little something. But then the third guy comes in, right? Mm-hmm. And he kind of gives them the rundown. He says, whatever they're trying to steal out of like this safe or whatever, whoever owns the place has this security system set up that is 
uh, it reacts to light. Mm-hmm. So the ho- the whole heist they have to do in, in pitch black and like any yeah. amount of light will set off the security system. So like they can't light a match. They can't, you know, anything like that. Um, yeah. So that's why they're like practicing. And they're in mm-hmm. this kind of empty warehouse that's full of like uh, a bunch of cardboard boxes set up to mirror whatever, you know, the office that they're going to break into. Yeah. So they're practicing. They're blindfolded. They, you know, they count mm-hmm. the steps and stuff. They do it over and over and over yeah. again. Initially, Liam is sort of leading, but he keeps kind of like fucking up. Yeah. So Michael's like, all right, let me do it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Liam is, is a bit older and he's he sort of waxes nostalgic at some point about like missing the old days of burgling about where he could like, what does he say? Something about like gems and jewels. Now it's all yeah stuff that sparkles. Now it's all like stuff paper sparkles. and hard drives. Yeah, yeah. He's got a real like sort of gentleman thief kind of quality about him. Yeah. Whereas uh, Michael, I feel like his characterized is more like stoic. Yeah, definitely. And then the 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 guy, the handler or whatever, says, you know, on the morning of, I'll meet you in this pub that's right around the corner, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, okay. And then cut to that and morning. The pub. Um, yeah. And Michael and Liam are just kind of chilling. Liam is like, I'm hungover. I need to get a pint. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A little fucking hair of the dog, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Michael just gets a soda. But then like two hours goes by and Michael is visibly pissed. He's like, mm-hmm. two hours. Late. Really like, this is ridiculous. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Fine. I'll have a beer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he has a beer. They fucking smoke a joint together. They have yeah. more drinks. They play pool. They're like, it's great. We get a brief story about Michael. Liam's like, I don't know anything about you but your name. And so Michael's like, well, my dad left when I was a kid. My mom never recovered. And Liam's like, oh, sorry for asking. Yeah. <laughs> There's this, like, they play this song on the jukebox that's kind of, like, fun and nostalgic. And, like, mm-hmm. there's this, it gets kind of, it gets kind of, like, moody for a second. And there's just this, like, still shot of them standing by the, the pool table. But then Liam, like, breaks the silence and is like, is it your turn? And Michael's like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I was so that was my favorite moment That's of funny. the whole thing because it like yeah. shows a wide of them standing next to each other, like looking at each other across the pool table. Then it's like goes into a close up that's like zooming in on the eight ball. Then it goes back to the wide and it just holds on it for a couple seconds. And all of a sudden he's like, whose go is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so quick. Yeah, yeah. And that, that little segment kind of reminded me of like Twin Peaks in like a funny, weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. The sort of like freezing reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they, you know, they decide to like have an arm wrestling match, and in the middle of the arm wrestle, Michael's phone starts ringing, and he answers it, and it's like, you know, the guy, and he's like, it's on, and so yep. Michael quickly smashes Liam's arm down, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I guess this is my other favorite scene in the movie, where they are like, gather all of their gear and start walking down the road from the pub to the place they're gonna rob, and they're both like very obviously like drunk. <laughs> Yeah, they're both clearly inebriated. Mm-hmm. They're like stumbling, but they're going through with it. And it's some of like the best drunk acting. The moment where he's like, one of them says something and then the other one goes, what? And the other one goes, what? And then they just both sort of like crack up <laughs> laughing for a second. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love it. Mm-hmm. And they get there and they um, they have to set up this like tent outside the door that they're going into. It's like a really thick black curtain so that like no light gets in when they open the door yeah um and they're still like fumbling around with it yeah 
at this point we get like two minutes ish of the movie that are is complete blackness uh which is fun you know it's yeah. cool it reminds you that film is is like a, a multi uh what's the word i'm looking for multidisciplinary you know art form multimedium yeah 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 yeah, because whatever. you you take the you take the visual away and you the story is still progressing in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. You hear so you know, Michael's you hear leading. Michael yeah. is counting the steps. Liam is is still drunk and and he says he has a line here where he like remembers the song that Michael put on the jukebox yeah. from his home his time back in Ireland. Yep. Um, and and it's interesting here because you start to get an idea that maybe Michael isn't exactly as drunk as he seemed to be. Yeah. Cause he's, um, we, executing we don't know everything how much he had to perfectly. drink, but uh, mm-hmm. he's, he starts cracking the safe and he starts talking about his dad was also a thief. Mm-hmm. And Liam goes, Oh, so you're following your father's footsteps. And, and so at what point, like what is your, what point did you sort of like realize what's going on here? Not until like pretty much the very end, like pretty much the reveal. Yeah. Um like the strike of the match, I guess. Mm. I I loved I sort of like picked up on it when he has the line, uh, you know, Michael's like, "No, I'm not going to be like my dad. I wouldn't abandon my wife and child." And so Liam's like, "Well, have you tried finding him? Maybe he had good reasons for leaving." And Michael says, "Yeah, what were they?" And, yep. and at that point I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's 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 smart. Yeah. And you know, the age difference between them is like just about right. And, and, you know, Liam has this reaction like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The line about, you know, following in his footsteps, you know, it's a it's a little bit of lovely, dramatic. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. It's a lovely little dramatic parallel of like he's following in, in your footsteps. Mm-hmm. Literally, as you're yeah. having this conversation. Um, literally. Literally. And it's fun to like look back on, on you know, the time because I think that the time they had in the pub together was like genuine right like i mm-hmm. because like arm wrestling with your dad yeah that's something that like every son wants to do right yeah you know and and it's so cool that like he takes that chance and and makes it happen and then still goes through with his plan and, and, yeah. and gets his his justice that he wants yeah because i mean what he ends up doing what michael does is he he strikes a match sets off the alarm and then and then leaves leaves him leaves liam yeah because he knows that liam is first of all drunk and second of all probably couldn't even get out if he was sober mm-hmm. um yeah because he so didn't memorize it well right so yeah michael has like walked over to the door alone as liam's like wait where are you going what's happening and then like as i think he was like right by the door when he like set off the alarm so he could escape immediately yeah meanwhile liam is just like stumbling around in the darkness yep it was his dad yes liam was his dad and he got back at him by getting him arrested for stealing stuff and this is what leads me to think like do you think that this whole thing was michael's plan from the beginning and he organized you know even having that other guy come in like he was the one in charge the whole time or do you think that like i mean if it was a coincidence it would be an insane coincidence and i'm even thinking now that he could have like you know if he wanted to have that time in the pub maybe he was just like waiting Hmm. like he you know he could have been the one to like determine when the call would come in Huh. So he was like, let me have a little bit of time with him. And then I didn't even really think about that. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I got the feeling more like he had found his dad and somehow was like, 
okay, this is the next job he's going to do. I'm going to get on the job too so that I can fuck him over. Mm-hmm. That was the general. Yeah, I think that's the other possibility. Yeah. I don't think it was a coincidence though. No, that would be crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, certainly yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I actually went back and like watched it twice just so I could like sort of, you know, see it with, mm-hmm. with the twist in mind, mm-hmm. which is always fun to do with movies. But yeah. I think it's a good enough movie that I would have done that anyways. Like if we're going to talk yeah, about it's really now, good. I would, I would definitely recommend this. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fun. It's, um, I don't know if we said, but the the whole movie is in black and white also. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Which I think is kind of cool. Great it, cinematography. Yeah. Good cinematography, good lighting. It's sort of like, you know, reminds you of like old timey heist movies in a way, uh, in the black and white era. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Highly recommended mm-hmm. from broke box office. That's pitch black heist. Pitch black heist. I think I keep thinking of the movie pitch perfect. <laughs> when I'm about to say pitch black heist. <laughs> Maybe that's what's messing me up. I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. I've never seen those. I've never seen the pitch perfect movies. I've heard they're really good. Yeah. I haven't seen them either. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're on YouTube. <laughs> Let's uh, find out. But can't do that next week because... What are we doing? Next week, I found another little fun one that might be a blast from the past. Ooh. Do you remember watching something called The Point? I don't, no. So do you remember watching about like a little kid... It was like an animated movie, and it was about a kid who lived in like a world where everything was pointed except his... Like everyone had pointy heads, but he had a round head, so he had to like wear a pointy hat all the time, so that people would okay. make fun of him or some shit like that. Y- yeah, sure. Yeah, that rings a bell. Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, f- I found it, and it's on YouTube. Okay. So cool. I remember like nothing else about it, so this may not be as interesting as our other ones, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm relatively certain that we've watched this many times before. It's a feature. I think it's like just over an hour long. But okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. No, I'm 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 in. That sounds dope. Yeah. Everyone, go watch the point. The point, and we'll see what the point cool. Of it is. Cool. 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 I mean, I feel like, I feel like some of the best stuff that we've covered has been animated films. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I still think about Wizards as like yeah. one of the best, yeah, films we've ever done. We should do we should do some kind of retrospective coming up here soon. Like what episode is this? Do you know? This is this is um gonna be I think like forty three maybe. So yeah, we're getting up there. Maybe maybe when we do fifty. Maybe yeah, when we do like episode fifty we can do like our top five Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Five recommended <laughs> free films. Like yeah. rank them on, on how much we would watch them again. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Go follow us on Instagram, Broke Box Office. Yeah. Uh, send us emails, brokeboxoffice at gmail.com. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Word of mouth. Listen. Uh, did anyone do that experiment we told you to do last week uh, where yeah. you tell one friend that you have never told before? <laughs> There's about the no podcast? way to know. There's no way of knowing. It's like the returning the cart at Walmart. You mm-hmm. will not get anything in return for doing the good deed other than the satisfaction of knowing that you did it. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) We'll see you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Later, skater. Goodbye, dad. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm locked in a dark room.